I received this awesome question of how will I know that it's the right time for me to work with a leadership coach? It's a question that I was recently asked when I was interviewed for a podcast and I thought it was an intriguing one and wanted to answer this on the Manager Track podcast here as well. I'm going to talk about three specific warning signs or signals that it's time to work with a leadership coach. Here's the question. How do you successfully transition into your first official leadership role, build the confidence and competence to lead your team successfully, and establish yourself as a respected and trusted leader across the organization? That's the question, and this show provides the answers. Welcome to the Manager Track Podcast. I'm your host, Ramona Shaw, and I'm on a mission to create workplaces where work is not seen as a source of stress and dread, but as a source of contribution, connection, and fulfillment. And this transition starts with developing a new generation of leaders who know how to lead so everyone wins and grows. In this show, you learn how to think, communicate, and act as the confident and competent leader you know you can be. Welcome to this episode of the Manage to Track podcast. I think I've shared with you here on this podcast that I recently hired a fitness coach. Her name is Gabby, and she's been working with me for a couple months now to help me optimize what I'm doing at the gym and make sure that I actually create some measurable, tangible results. And so as I was thinking about this question of when will someone know that it's time for them to work with a leadership coach, I took a pause and thought, how did I know that it's time for me to work with a fitness coach? And of course, I am all about coaching and I think everyone should have at least one coach in whatever area that matters to them most. For some people, this is about their relationship, marriage or otherwise. For some people, this is about their mental health. For some people, it's about their physical health. And for other people, it may be about work and their career. Whatever area or pillar in your life matters to you most and you want to get some traction or you want to achieve a bigger goal, I think for me personally, the smartest choice and how to get there the fastest and the easiest is to work with a coach. Not only do you have a clear game plan in place, you also are going to be on an accelerated growth journey because you're telling your brain, hey, this is important. This is relevant. I made an investment. You better soak up all the information like a sponge and you better dedicate some time and effort and attention to this particular topic. And I see this over and over again with my clients, but also in my personal life. It's a super effective way to speed up the process. But anyways, going back to the question of why I hired a coach, and I realized there's a couple things. One, I clearly identified a goal. I knew exactly what I wanted to achieve by year end. I also realized that if I keep doing what I've been doing, I probably won't get there because I'm not there yet. I would already be here if what I've been doing for the last two years was working, but I'm not there yet. So I needed to change something and I didn't quite know what to change. I knew part of what I was missing. I also knew that there were a lot of things that I didn't know. I knew I had blind spots and I knew there are things I'm doing ineffectively, but I didn't know what that exactly was. So in addition to having had a clear goal and having had the awareness that there are a lot of things I didn't know that I was lacking in knowledge and awareness of patterns and so forth. I also knew that making an investment in a coach will help me be really focused on that one goal. And it's pretty amazing to see what I've achieved so far in terms of my strength, the changes in my schedule, in terms of how often I exercise and work out, 
versus what I've done in the past and how I've let excuses sort of like I rolled with some of the excuses of well just can't do that don't have time for this whereas now I don't let those excuses get in the way anymore I clearly made a commitment to this particular goal and whether or not I achieve that goal by the end of the year is way less important than it is for me to set in place healthy patterns and good habits on a daily basis and to not give up along the way. But that's just a quick personal story and how coaching can really help transform how we are looking at certain things, our perspective, but also what we're doing and therefore create results that previously seemed impossible. Now, working with a leadership coach is obviously different than a fitness coach because the results that you're going for are potentially less tangible. If you're going for a promotion or a certain score on an engagement survey, we could track that or in a performance review. But that's not how most people look at leadership development. Instead, it's about building good habits, effective habits, and developing the skills of leadership to run your team effectively, for them to want to be led by you, and for your boss to have the trust in you and want to elevate you in your role, the scope of responsibility you have, but ultimately also in the organization to help you get to the next level. For some people, it's also about having a tighter and, and a better grip on their time to make sure that they're not exhausting themselves on an emotional level or on a physical level because of the way that they lead and the way that they structure their days. But clearly, these outcomes are not that tangible. If I look at a fitness coach, you could track the weight we could even do a body scan and track the muscle gain and I could monitor my heart rates and see if something changes in terms of the cardio that I do there are a lot of different trackable results that's not the case with leadership development nevertheless the effect and the benefits of coaching are the same it's focused effort and intention it's a commitment it's new habits and behavioral change it's understanding uh, and learning about new tools and frameworks and skills and knowledge and expanding the scope, the breadth of tools and approaches to help you lead in good times, but also when things get challenging. You have a range and an arsenal of approaches that you can take to navigate those situations. But now going back to the core of the question here, the question of the title of this podcast is how you know when to work with a leadership coach. There are three signals or red flags almost that are clear indicators that time is right or that you're overdue to get leadership coaching and training. And in these situations, when one of the following three signals ring true, then you know almost for a fact that if you choose the right program and a coach with a strong track record and a framework in place, the ROI, the return on your investment will far exceed the investment that you make for many years to come. The first of these signals is that if you're not aware of your own strength, if I ask you what are your key strengths as a leader and you couldn't immediately pinpoint three to four strengths that not only you think are strengths, but others, others would also recognize as your key strength. If you don't know what your default leadership style is and in which ways that default style is helping you and in which ways it's holding you back and requires to you to adapt to a different leadership style. If you don't know what those situations are to adapt your leadership style, that would be part of that first signal of a lack of awareness. The same is true if you don't know how your strengths 
could be overdone and in which situations they're likely to be overdone. It's like turning up the volume of the music too loud. When you lose your strength, you turn up the volume of the music, it's pretty fun. It gets more fun as it gets louder. But at some point, it starts hurting everyone's ears, including your own. And at that point, while you're still using your strength, it turns into a weakness. These are the blind spots are also known as overdone strength. If you're not aware of what the people's preferences are and their styles and their personalities and their strength, if you don't know the strength, the blind spots, the preferences of the people on your team, again, you have a lack in awareness that will hold you back as a leader. So this first signal is about awareness. If you're not clear about who you are as a leader and what works and what doesn't, Or if you're not sure how to best work with everyone on your team and how to leverage their strength or how to manage upwards or sideways, that would be signal number one. The second one is if you don't have clear leadership principles. Leadership principles are the things that guide your actions, that guide your decisions and guide the way that you lead. It makes you a lot more predictable to those around you. It allows you to be more consistent and and communicate effectively how you lead and what you expect of others and what they can expect of you. As an example, Colin Powell has 13 rules. And he documented those and he talked about them a lot and people working with him knew about these rules. I'm going to read a couple of those just to give you an example. The first one is, it ain't as bad as you think, it will look better in the morning, which is I will not react in a moment, I will think about it, I will sleep over it and then reassess in the morning, right? Another one is, don't let adverse effects stand in the way of a good decision, This is the way he thinks about decision-making. Another one is have a vision and be demanding. In any of his initiatives and efforts and, and projects, he painted a picture of the vision and then he was demanding an execution. Another one, perpetual optimism is a force multiplier, which said he is naturally driven and wired to communicate an optimistic outlook. These are just a few of examples of his 13 rules. Now, not everyone will resonate with these rules, but those were his. Those were Colin Powell's rules. If you couldn't answer and give me at least five rules in how you lead and what matters to you, this is a sign that you could benefit from leadership coaching. It's about deciding how you're going to lead, what matters to you, what are the standards that you set for yourself and the team. Knowing those, honoring them and being able to communicate those with others will make you a substantially more effective leader. That's the second signal. And now the third signal is about your leadership system. If you don't have frameworks and routines in place for the performance reviews or performance coaching, for giving feedback, for how you onboard or offboard employees, for how you prepare for and structure one-on-one conversations, for how you delegate and ensure accountability, or how you make sure people feel recognized on your team. If you don't know what specific behaviors to use to get to those results or what habits and routines or meetings to set in place to run your team effectively, then that will be signal number three. 
And if you've heard me talk on this podcast, and if you're a long time listener to this podcast, then it might have just clicked for you that the three signals I just talked about are covering my APS method. A for awareness, P for principle, and S for system. This is my methodology of leadership development. From all the work that I do with leaders day in and day out, it always boils down to creating awareness, building principles, or developing a leadership system. And just as much as this is what I push my leaders to do and get to, and I see the biggest and best results that way, these are also the exact areas that signal if it's the right time for you to invest in leadership coaching and training. How strong is your self-awareness and the awareness of others? How clear are you on the way you lead and your principles and standards? Can you articulate them and do you live by them? And then third, what is your leadership system? If you have gaps or you're not sure or you're inconsistent, then that would be a third signal. Now, if you've been on the fence of making an investment, I hope this was helpful. If you've never even thought about leadership coaching, it will help you decide when time is right to hire a coach. And whenever you have this inclination, a spark that you feel this hunch that maybe it's time, maybe the ROI could be significant and you could accelerate your growth drastically, then of course, I'd love to talk to you to see if one of my programs is the right fit for you. If you're a new manager or have never had any leadership training, then my Leadership Accelerator program might be a perfect option for you. Check out the show notes for the link or head over to RamonaShaw.com forward slash leadership dash accelerator. And if you're a mid-level leader, then head on over to RamonaShaw.com forward slash apply to schedule a strategy call with me directly to see what the work would look like for your personal situation. And with that, I'm going to wrap up this week's episode of the Manager Track Podcast. Have a productive day with a lot of enjoyable moments. I'll talk to you next week. Ciao, ciao. If you enjoyed this episode, then check out two other awesome resources to help you become a leader people love to work with. This includes my best-selling book, The Confident and Competent New Manager, which you can find on Amazon or at RamonaShaw.com book and a free training on how to successfully lead as a new manager. You can check it out at RamonaShaw.com slash masterclass. These resources and a couple more you'll find in the show notes down below.